0: What's going on gamers? Welcome back to The Graveyard. I'm The Graveyard Gamer thank you for joining me for this week's Graveyard Shift. Now, this is the show where I talk about what I've been playing over the last week or some cases like this one, a couple of weeks, and just kind of give you an idea of how I feel about the game as I'm progressing through before I get to that all-important review whenever I complete it. This week I've got two games to talk about and I'm going to talk about my side piece game first and that is Fire Pro Wrestling World. Now look, I have been a fan of Fire Pro Wrestling World for the last several years and it's one of those games that I'll pick up and I'll play a ton of for a couple months and then I'll put it down for months at a time and I pick it back up and I play it and I love it man it's just it's such a fun game especially the more and more you pick up and play it's one of those things that it's a little bit hard to learn I was going to say it's easy to learn hard to master but it's actually a little tough to just jump in there and start playing but once you get the idea of it it gets better and better because there's so many different systems so many things you can play around with in this game and I have just absolutely loved my time with it off and on for the last couple years. Well, about a year ago, I actually picked up the DLC for the Fire Promoter, and I started it, but I didn't get that far. Well, over the last couple months, my good friend Hulkin Yoda, you guys know him, I talk about him all the time, Lost at Sea Gaming, go check out that podcast. He has talked about playing WWE 2K22's GM Mode. Look guys, I have not been able to play WWE 2K22, just mostly because of where I'm at right now. However, man, I love WWE games, you guys know that, and I, man, I love the GM Mode from back in the day. It takes me back to SmackDown vs. Raw 06, especially 07. That was my favorite GM mode. And then 08, I actually went out and bought the PSP version of 07 like 10 years ago just so I could play GM mode, at least in like the PSP version off and on throughout the years. So I love that mode. Well, I can't play it. But the more and more he's talked about it, the more and more it's got me to jump back into Fire Promotion. In that Fire Pro Wrestling, it's a really cool thing that you can do here. I mean... You can set up your own promotion, and again, the cool thing about Fire Pro Wrestling is there are some licensed wrestlers in this game. There's a bunch of fake ones, and when you get into this mode, there's a ton of fake ones, and you know, almost like indie wrestlers, if you will. Plus, hey, Fire Pro has got a huge, a massive online community of people creating their superstars and what. Now, don't get me wrong; you can check out in my review. It's a little, uh, I'd say discombobulated if you will to actually download the wrestlers like you don't do it through the fire pro menu you actually have to go to a website and hook up your playstation account once you get the hang of it it's not too bad but there are just so many wrestlers from all kind of eras, and i definitely definitely have a ton of them and you can incorporate those into your fire promoter mode and i just have this awesome roster it's a lot of the great wrestlers from now in the past And you go in there, you can do things like go out and scout. And that's how you find even more of your creative wrestlers as you add them. Because they all just don't pop in there at one time. You have a budget that you have to stay in the constraints of. And trust me, that can get tough to work out. But the cool thing is, you're not competing against one other league. You're competing against multiple other leagues. And you you can sit there and work deals out, man. As we say in wrestling speak now, open the forbidden door. And work with another promotion. And kind of have a match versus match. Do a tournament with them. And at the end of each month, you kind of see how you did for that. You only do one event a month, but you see how it did. Oh, man, I've just had a ton of fun with it. But I want to talk about one of the highlights of it, and I did just that. I invited somebody from another promotion over to mine. And I decided, hey, since he's coming over here, I'll give him a big spot. I'll put him in a title match, in a cage match. It'll be pretty cool. In fact, all my matches at that event were cage matches. And here's the deal. I will say it's pretty easy to knock people off a cage. However, it only works so long and they can climb right over. And I was having some good times. And all of a sudden I get to this match. I'm Edge. I'm sitting there. and wrestling this other guy. And I'm kicking his butt, right? And again, this is a creator version of Edge. So please don't go by the game expecting that you're going to just be able to play as Edge, right? So everything's going good. I've kicked the guy's butt. He's hurt. I'm good. I'm climbing to the top. He gets over there and shakes me off. And I'm like, oh, snap. So I go to shake him off. But at that point, he's too high up. He climbs over, touches the floor. Guys, I lost my title. He will not come back to defend that title. I have to continuously request him to come back. Hopefully, he comes back so I can take that title from him. Because, man, I'm without a World Heavyweight title in my own promotion. I It's kind of wild. At first, I was like a little frustrated. Like, no, seriously? But... I don't know, like the creative part of me loves that idea, like, yo, you just gambled and you lost, what are you going to do, can I use this to build up some of my other champions, Uh, pretty interesting things, what does that mean for Edge, the guy that lost the belt, like there's a lot of cool stuff there, Uh, some of this obviously is my mental kind of working out storylines and stuff in the game, but the fact that he straight up took my belt, and it's not just me saying that, like you go and you look at my titles and I don't have a heavyweight title. You look at him and his little uh, indie promotion and he's got my championship. The only way to get him is to entice him to come back. So, man, I just thought that was pretty cool, pretty awesome. Here's the other cool thing about Fire Pro Wrestling World is it is actually on PlayStation Premium where you can download it and try it out. Again, it's not going to be easy to jump in and play, but it is a ton of fun once you kind of start getting the mechanics and the timing of the grapples down. But gamers, what has been the main game I have been playing these last couple weeks? It is Yakuza Like a Dragon. Gamers, as you guys know, I talked about Yakuza 5 being the last Yakuza in the Kiru saga. I had to play through it. Well, I had to start playing Like a Dragon. And this is really cool. From my understanding, this is the way the franchise is going to go forward. This turn-based style for the Yakuza series, Lost Judgment, will keep that third-person action game, brawler, if you will. And I got to tell you, I've never been too big on turn-based, right? I've slowly started getting into it. I've talked about that on this podcast with the South Park games, with Persona 5. So Yakuza is only the fourth game of this style that I've really kind of gotten into, and it's a major series that I love. Well, my first impressions. How do I like this turn-based style? I got to tell you something. Hulking Yoda said it, and I agree with him. The combat feels like Yakuza just turn-based. Like, there's so much stuff about this game that I've absolutely loved, and I've just spent oh, I'm almost 40 hours into it. I just can't get enough. And it's just some of the side content in this game is so well done. For example, you have different jobs in this game. Well, jobs, they're not actual things you're going to go do. They're what you would consider classes in most games, right? Like you start off as a homeless guy. Well, then you're automatically going to go to hero. And what that does is that gives you different moves, different abilities. It gives you a different weapon. You can switch later on and go and be a breaker, which is a break dancer. And but your fighting moves look a lot like Majima's did in Yakuza Zero. It's really cool stuff, and again, it just opens up a wide variety of different moves, different abilities, different weapons. Cool thing is you can do that with your entire party. I actually have a party of five, which means you can only use four at once, so I have to switch them out. But between the costumes you can use, the different abilities, it's fun to kind of mix and match each of the different allies, kind of build them. Up a little bit because the more you progress in that job ranking, that skill set, the more you actually get as far as not only their health and whatnot, but their abilities and their power. So it really kind of gives you a ton. It gives you a reason to switch them out a whole lot. And I got to say, I've just enjoyed experimenting with that. On top of that, there's also things like business management. Gamers, you know, I love currency in a game. I don't know what it is. I love that stuff. I love when you can work and build that and this is actually really cool now don't get me wrong business management the first time i got into it luckily i didn't do too bad but there was a bit of a learning curve see what you do is you go in there and you buy a business and then at that point you have some funds that you can kind of invest the business in grow it a little bit hire the right people to work the right part of the job if you will and the more money you make allows you to kind of buy more businesses and kind of upgrade them and try to make more money off of them you got to get the right employees and Then eventually, after every four weeks, you have a board meeting where you're going against the board and all the shareholders and you got to, it's a very paper, rock, scissors. And that's what was messing me up is figuring out paper, the rock, scissors. So I'm going to tell you, this is my first tip for you today. Definitely pick some people that's got good charisma and a good reset skill, right? You know, you'll see their third number will be like a 10 or a 15. You want that as low as possible. What that does is when you go to these shareholder meetings, you'll sit there and you'll see that you start off with a timer, and it might be at like 45 seconds. Well, if somebody's an eight for that number, it's gonna take eight seconds off every time you use them. And depending on what color they are, as far as like, you know, their business model, whatnot, and what they're focused on versus what the question color is. Like I said, green beats blue, blue beats red, red beats green. So you've gotta kinda mix and match that and use the right people. So you want the smaller number. For example, I've got some people that are like 12, and they got some really high stats, But sometimes it's better to go with the person I have that's a little less impactful so that she doesn't actually take a ton of the time off the scale. And there's other options you can do. But the second thing I would say is as you make money and as you can invest, because here's the deal, this gets very expensive. Promote those people with the best ratios, the high charisma, the low cost. And the reason I say that is the more you promote them, it's not going to affect that cost that, you know, like that eight seconds or whatever it takes away. But the amount of charisma, that's their attack power, right? So they might start like 111. The more you promote into them and it can cost you a lot of money from your business, the higher damage you're going to be to where some of them, by the end of it, because I did complete the business management by the end of it, some of those guys, uh, because I'll still go in there just to make some money, they will knock people out with like one or two hits. So it's like one or two questions they're answering and just shuts them up. And what's really cool is once you get done with it, every time you do four days if you and you go to one of these meetings guess what it's an easy three mil right in your pocket and that's the cool thing as well you can't spend the business money outside the business management like your own personal money and you can't use your money to help them out once you get far enough along you're in the billions with your management you're going to make so much money just on the side that it's really cool it's a great way to really build up the money because you're going to need the money in this game i mean you you have to The other thing that I've been working on is the vocational skills, and I gotta tell you something. You go in there you take these tests, you're thinking, ah, this would be easy. No, some of these things are hard. (laughs) Some of these things are like legit history questions and science questions, and there's actually a history on Sega, and man, it's pretty impressive, but the cool thing is it helps build up different stats. Now, I haven't even talked about the main campaign. I'm talking about side stuff. This is a school you go to and you just take these tests, which, big reason you wanna have money, These Tests are pretty expensive, but it's gonna build up your charisma, it's gonna build up your humor, it's gonna build up all these things about your personality that helps you, you know, have different options in dialogue. And they're a lot of fun to just go through and take them out. There's some funny, cheesy cutscenes if you win or if you lose, or well, I should say pass or fail one of these tests. So definitely enjoy that. I was enjoying kart racing, it's almost like Mario Kart, uh, just a ton of fun. But my biggest tips I'm gonna give you outside of all of that. So I, I do recommend doing the business management. It's a fun minigame once you get the hang of it uh, and at the same time you can make a lot of money. But the other thing you're going to need in this game is XP. Now, if you're taking your time while you're going around the streets and just kind of doing stuff for fun and doing the sub stories and doing, you know, just any of the hero for hire stuff that's in this game, you're going to build up XP at a nice pace. I'm at level 27. I am currently in the middle of chapter 10, which seems to be a good progress point. However, every once in a while you'll see level 29 guys, and while they're not unbeatable, they just take a little bit more. So I actually got an idea, and that is, I I completed the vocational test because with that, you actually get a little trinket you can carry, and that'll actually give you a little bit more XP. Now, there's a trade-off for that trinket, and you lose half of the amount of magic you can use, which is your special attacks, and that kind of hurts, man. I'm not going to lie, that really does hurt. However, that XP gain is nice. Then I went and I played the baseball mini game, And you know what? Once you get the hang of it. Look, if you've played baseball in any of the other Yakuza games, it's virtually identical right here. Once you kind of get the hang of it, once you get 12,000 points, which really didn't take me that long. By going through all of the different courses, I think I had to play maybe two or three of them twice outside of just, you know, the couple times I failed. But when I was done with them, so it really didn't take that long. I was able to afford a yakuza training gear it's a nice set and what that does is that gives you even more so i'm at double xp every time i get into a fight which has been huge right now even in just the random street battles you can get into like you can really see a big increase and that is important because i already know for a fact that in chapter 12 there is going to be a roadblock where you pretty much want to be level 50 uh, once you get going again in the main campaign I don't want to get stuck in a big grinding spot and spend hours and hours, so I'm already doing this now. The trade-off, again, you lose half your magic power, if you will, your MP. Also, with the Yakuza training gear, your stats go down a good bit on a lot of things. However, it hasn't really affected me too bad. Once it does, I'll probably bump it off and just use it when I need to grind, but ultimately just running around, and like I said, doing that side stuff has been a ton of fun. It's been a blast. And I'm seeing the benefits of putting in that hard work. But what about the main campaign so far? I gotta tell you, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought the game was gonna go one way. You know, as Ichiban, some stuff happens. You ultimately go to jail, you get out, and a lot of things is different. Some of that is like major, ah oh man, like series defining changes. The Toja Clan, what's going on with that? Way different than I expected. However, at some point, you end up homeless. So I thought at this point, this game is just about revenge. It is not. Way different than that. And honestly, I've actually thoroughly enjoyed what this game is. Now, don't get me wrong. I can already see starting in chapter, I think, 8, 9, now I'm in 10. Started to see the seeds of it coming back to the full circle and bringing a lot of these characters hadn't seen in a while in the game back to it, but ultimately... I've actually thoroughly enjoyed the game, I've thoroughly enjoyed the story, the characters, so it's very exciting to kind of keep going with it. Because I have to admit, I was a little bit reserved going into this, like, ah, they're changing the formula drastically, going turn-based, ooh. But I gotta admit, they've pulled it off so far pretty well. There's still five chapters, there could be a big grinding point, there could be a part that swerves me off. So you just have to stick with me and see how I like it all the way through. So with that said, gamers, I'm gonna leave it right there. I can't wait to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Have you played Fire Pro Wrestling? I would love to talk to somebody else who's played this game and invested in this game. Have you played Yakuza Like a Dragon? What did you think of it compared to the previous Yakuza games? Let me know. The Graveyard Gamer gmail.com The Graveyard Gamer on Instagram Or The Graveyard G on Twitter Till next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard.